What a glorious day it is. It's 14 Nisan, April the 8th, 2020. This is the day in the scriptures where the Passover lamb, Jesus Christ, was crucified. Father, we thank you for giving your son to mankind. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for giving your life so that we could live. And not just live, but live a life full of abundance. We are so excited that you're joining us for our 50-day Feast of Weeks or Counting the Omer devotional. This year, we're coming to you on a different platform. In 2008, uh, the Lord gave me a dream, and in the dream, He began to talk to me about new avenues of ministry that was going to bring in a greater harvest for the end days and that was going to be uh, using social media a lot more than we had been doing. One of the forms of the social media that God began to speak to me about was podcast. So this year for our Feast of Weeks devotional, we have launched a podcast entitled Present Truth Presented. This will be a prophetic uh, in nature where we will be exploring throughout the scriptures the various names of God, as well as looking back on last year's devotional called Rend the Heavens, where we Uh, did an in-depth study of the Holy Spirit and also the past great awakenings. Because the Lord said last year that we were on the verge of another great awakening. So in the light of where we're at right now in current events, I want to look back and see where are we now on that timeline. Uh, This week, our... uh, Devotional is entitled, In These Days and At This Time. This is day one. The name of God that we're going to be looking at is Elohim. Elohim Kedem. God of the beginning. But before we do that, I want to give you an introduction to the Feast of Weeks, to the season that we're in. We have just entered uh, Wednesday night, the 14th uh, of April. Uh, I mean, the ninth, the 8th of April, excuse me, and the 14th of Nisan. We have entered into a season of Passover, unleavened bread, and the Feast of Weeks. Jesus observed, along with the New Testament church, the Feast of Weeks. The Feast of Weeks, or the Counting the Omer, is another uh, uh, way of putting it. Uh, The Jewish people call it the Counting of the Omer. Um, It's seven weeks, or 49 days, between Passover and Pentecost. Jesus appeared to the people for 40 days after his resurrection, before he ascended to the Father. Then he told his disciples, his followers, to wait in Jerusalem until the day of Pentecost had fully come, which ended up being 10 days. So for 40 days, Jesus appeared to them. 
the Bible says in Acts 1, 1 through 5, that he presented himself alive after his suffering by many convincing proofs, appearing to them over a 40-day period and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And then he gathered them together the, the 40th uh, day and he said, he commanded them to not leave Jerusalem, but to wait or tarry in uh, in Jerusalem until the Father could pour out what he promised, which Jesus said, you heard of me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit and fire not many days from now. Well, they waited 10 days. So there we see 40 days Jesus appeared to them, teaching them the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. They waited for 10 days. That makes up the 50-day Feast of Weeks period, or counting the Omer. Chuck Pierce, a prophet apostle uh, from Glory of Zion International, writes about these days. Chuck says, Incredible revelation starts pouring in between Passover and Pentecost. This time is called the time of counting the Omer. Omer literally means sheaf. Leviticus 23.15 says that it is a blessing to count the Omer. The time between Passover and Pentecost is a transition time. Transition means you need to cross over. This is an important period of growth and introspection. It's a time to review all revelation from the past season and the way we've operated in our supply lines in our last season. The people were freed from Egypt so that they could receive the Torah or the teaching of God. A major reason for this season is to show our desire for fresh revelation from God and for the revelation that we have from the Lord to come alive in us. When we enter into this time of counting the Omer or Feast of Weeks, we are pressing in for new revelation. The first thing Chuck says that we need to do when we count the Omer is stop, review our blessings, and then bless God. Get to know Him. That's the reason for this 50 days. That's the reason for this Feast of Weeks devotional, that we can get to know the Lord better. See the fullness, Chuck says, of who He is through His Son. Secondly, these seven weeks are associated with counting the Omer and they are meant to press us into spiritual improvement, new relationships, new respect, spiritual correctness, and restoration from the mistakes of the past, and the development of a triumphant mindset for this entire season ahead. Are we in a time where we need to reflect, where the world has shut us in, where God has shut us in, we're in this divine pause, this shelter-in-place order by the government and by the Lord God. In these days and at this time, the branch, Jesus, has been examining the nations, but especially his people, to see if we will yield to his thorough examination and cleansing. Isaiah 4 tells us the branch will visit with glory and fire once the cleansing and the purging has taken place. Our homes, our churches, our nations can have a canopy of glory over them. Isaiah 4, verses 2, 4 through 6. 
says, When the day comes, the branch of the Lord will be beautiful and wonderful. The fruit of the land will be the pride and joy of Israel's survivors. The Lord will wash away the filth of Zion's people. He will clean blood stains from Jerusalem, and we could say today throughout the whole earth, with the spirit of judgment and a spirit of burning. And then verse 5 says, The Lord will create a cloud of smoke during the day and a glowing flame of fire during the night over the whole area of Mount Zion and over the assembly. His glory will cover everything. He will be a shelter from the heat during the day as well as a refuge and a hiding place from storms and rain. Thank you, Lord. We ask that you help us to let your thorough cleansing take place in our lives, in our homes, in our businesses, in our nations, so that we can have that canopy of glory over everything. As I begin to seek the Lord for this year's Feast of Weeks devotional at the end of last year, 2019, the Lord took me to a passage in Numbers that we all know, verses 22 through 27. We call it the Aaronic or the Priestly Blessing. But the Lord especially took me to verse 27, where it says that the children of the priest were to put the name of God upon the children of Israel. And when they put the name of God upon the people, God said, Elohim said, I will bless you. Over the next seven weeks, every day, we're going to be looking at a different name of God and the combinations of names. And we will be putting those names upon our lives, our families, our businesses. The word bless, uh, I'm going to read number 6, 22 through 27. And it says, And the Lord said to Moses, Speak to Aaron and his son, saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel, say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom, peace. So they, the priests or the leaders, shall put my name on the children of God and I will bless them. The word bless in ancient Hebrew means the bending at the knee to drink from a pond or to present a gift. It also comes from the filling with a gift. It has to do with our palms. The Hebrew letter kaph, K-A-P-H, the full meaning is to fill the palm. Well, we are in the year 2020, and kaph in Hebrew is the number 20. So this year, 2020, we are in a year of double blessing. This year, our palms, both palms, can get filled with blessings and gifts. In Numbers 26, 27, when it says, put my name, the word put there is in, is there's eight different words used in the various translations of the Bible. Over the next seven weeks, we're going to look at each one of those different um, words used in that passage. The most common word used is the word put. Now, the word put is beautiful. 
This is what it means. It means to place in charge or power of a person. It means to bring into a particular state or condition. So in other words, when I put the name Elohim, Kedem, upon you, got a beginning, I am saying that Elohim, the God of beginnings, is in charge of your life. That he's going to empower you to step into new things. It's going to bring you out of a condition of despair, of of anxiety, of fear, into a condition of hope, knowing that Elohim, the Lord God, is able to save you. To bless has several connotations to it. There's three specific things that represent I will bless you. The first one is visitation. When God says, I will bless, he is saying, I'm going to visit you. I'm going to extend my blessing by coming and being in your presence. Number two, it literally means that the glory of God is going to come down. And number three, it has to do with fire falling from heaven. I don't know about you, but I sure would like to have a visitation from the Most High. I want to walk in His glory, and I want to be filled with the fire of the Most High God. So, names of God. There are four primary names of God in the Old Testament. Elohim, El, Elah, and Yahweh, or Lord, Jehovah. The names of God used in the Bible act as a roadmap for learning about the character of God. Since the Bible is God's word to us, the names he chooses in scripture are meant to reveal his true nature. Elohim is the first name of God found in the Bible. It occurs in the Old Testament over 2,400 times. Elohim from the root meaning, the Hebrew root meaning, is, means strength, power, supreme one, or mighty one, and has the unusual characteristic of being plural in form, which to me speaks of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We see Elohim in Genesis 1.1, which reads, In the beginning, Elohim created the heaven and the earth. Right from the start, this plural form for the name of God is used to describe the one true God, a mystery that is uncovered throughout the rest of the Bible. Elohim in the scripture is combined with other words to describe certain characteristics of God. And we're going to look at several of them today. The first one in Hebrew is Elohe Kadim, God of the beginning. We see that in Deuteronomy 33:27. The eternal Elohim is your shelter, and his everlasting arms support you. He will force your enemies out of your way and tell you to destroy them. God of the beginning, Elohe Kadim, says to us, no matter how low we get, at any point in life, especially during this season and at this time, His everlasting arms are underneath us to prevent our spirits from sinking, fainting, and our faith from failing. We thank you, 
Elohe Kadim. Elohim Marom is the God of heights. We see that in Micah 6 6. The word heights there indicates supremacy of power and position. The strong one is highly exalted. Amen. Elohim Kadashim, Holy God. Leviticus 19 2 and Joshua 24 19. The Almighty is unique, special, and singular in this translation. In this word, there is nothing or no one like him, nor will there ever be. He is different from everyone and everything. He is pure and free from error. The Almighty is unique. Hallelujah. Elohe Elohim is God of gods. Oh, there are many so-called gods in the earth, but our God is the one that is more powerful than all other gods. The scripture reference for the uh, Elohim Kadim, God of beginning, is Deuteronomy 33, 26-27, which reads, There is no one like your God, Jeshuam. He rises to the heavens to help you. His, in majesty, he rides through the clouds. The eternal Elohim is your shelter and is his everlasting arms support you. He will force your enemies out of your way and tell you to destroy them. Elohim Kadim is, is keeping us with his everlasting arms. He is causing our enemies to be forced out of the way, but then he tells us you destroy them because he's given us the power through the name of Jesus, to take authority over every demonic spirit, every God, little g, that comes against us. Every day, I will be placing the name of God, a blessing, a declaration from the name upon you and your family. I decree and declare over you, Elohim is the God of eternity. He was and he is in the beginning. He is your shelter and support. He removes your enemies off of your path and then says to you, destroy them. He rides through the heavens to help you. No matter how low you may find yourself, his everlasting arms will come underneath you and lift you up. He will not allow you to be destroyed by your enemies. No, he will cause them to flee and then give you the strength to destroy them forever. I put the name of Elohe Kadem upon you. I place you under the power of Elohim. And I decree and declare he is bringing you into a state of victory. Beloved, know this, that at, in these days and at this time of where we are in a divine pause, shut away, shelter in place time, the Almighty God is for us and with us. I invite you to subscribe. Please subscribe to this podcast, Present Truth Presented. Every day, I will be releasing a blessing of God upon you. I will be giving you fresh revelation, present truth from the Spirit of God of what He's speaking in this time and in this hour.